This episode of Real Unfocused is sponsored by Premier Property Group, LLC, and IdealHomesNorthwest.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Byron. It's Sean. I'm Adam, and I was so drunk the other night, I passed out, then woke up to found out somebody played a prank on me and shit in my pants. <laughs> and this is real unfocused. <laughs> fantastic. It's a fantastic opener. <laughs> I don't know. I still like the uh, number girl. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Word. So we got uh we got a couple of guests before we get started. Yep. So uh from uh our podcast Quarter Black um Working Time pod- podcast that is uh coming soon. It's already came. It's yes. It has been come. <laughs> Post mature. <laughs> Postmortem. <laughs> we got a boy side mic in the house. Did you say lints and gents? I did. Like lentils, beans. All right, and then we got <laughs> our boy switch. <laughs> I can't wait for my mom to hear this. <laughs> What's up, y'all? DJ Switch, PDX. Glad to be here. <laughs> Glad to have you. Yeah, welcome, man. Yes. Welcome. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah. Me? Or not us. Where do we find you at? Um, <clears throat> at home these days, mostly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, a lot of places. Uh, I guess just to get the plugs out of the way, uh, Facebook or Instagram.com slash DJ Switch PDX, uh, YouTube.com slash DJ Switch PDX, uh, Twitch.tv slash DJ Switch PDX, or if you really, really, really enjoy your time with me today, Patreon.com slash DJ Switch PDX. Damn. All right. All yeah, right. he's got that. <laughs> Somebody's been practicing. I don't, I don't think I forgot any, but if I did, you'll find them. It's fine. I'm out there. Find one, you find how, them all. How can you tell? <laughs> Just Google me, bitch. That's <laughs> I probably would have remembered like one of those. <laughs> like, uh... There's, a, there's, an old ah, indi- there's an old, old, old industry trick where I just make them all the same address. <laughs> it's kind of like all my internet passwords. Yeah. Yeah. Pro pro tip. Pro yeah. tip. <laughs> Uppercase letter, my ass. <laughs> like fuck that. It's your password. <laughs> Pretty much. You'll never know which case letters I use for each letter. So if you want to try to figure it out. Knock yourself out, bitches. <laughs> and this has been password talk. Uh, the no, IT I'm, portion. I'm, I'm stoked to be here, guys. Uh, uh, so to, to get into it a little bit with me, so I, I started, uh, Jesus, I started DJing in 1998. Um, I started podcasting in 2009. 
Um, I started Twitch streaming back in March, just like every other DJ in the world when COVID hit. Uh, <laughs> Word, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then I got really lucky this summer. Um, I found a niche that worked for me on YouTube for a little while, so I managed to make partner on YouTube. Wow, that's yeah. Wow, that that happened. What'd you do? I did nothing. Well, I have uh, no let's idea. Mute what's, the TV what's, for one. What's happening? He decided that my music wasn't epic enough. I yeah. needed to, as I'm describing my career, we, need, needed, we needed to have a filler there. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, so I, I got lucky this summer. I I, uh, I I made partner on YouTube uh, about a month after I made affiliate on Twitch, and so like, you know, it's 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 been a it's been a busy summer, for sure. Really. What's going on over there? I have no idea, man. Okay, it just—I'll just cut this shit out. <laughs> yeah, no, like the no, I, yeah, I got that. Yeah, do you guys want me to do the shit again? No, 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 no. no, no. We, right, we, that's right. That'll stay. That'll go. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you, man. Yes, we are. I'm stoked to be here, you guys. Yeah. Listen, just being in a room with other people. <laughs> 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 Uh, my old my old podcast my 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 OG podcast it was me and three other co-hosts and we would do this on Sunday nights we would all get together sit around the table no what we would do is we would go to Denny's and bullshit for two hours uh, drinking coffee and eating breakfast food and then go back to the house and then do this for a few more hours uh, and uh, and so that was kind of our routine every week and and man I, I miss the hell out of this so it's it's really cool to be here thanks for having me yeah man it uh, I kind of reminds me of like how we first started you know doing our podcasts over at uh lindo's back in the day yeah over not coffee though over not coffee over copious amounts of uh dozekis uh can i make a request gentlemen can somebody please take that fucking remote away from him because he clearly doesn't know how to work it i really don't <laughs> you, okay, you okay there grandpa the remote yeah yeah 11 points too much uh yeah. you, anyways you i mean you two have your list so <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep looking at. So, so uh, do you do you want do you want me to tell you the story about my first podcast episode ever? It'll it'll make you feel better about that shit. Yes, let's hear it. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll tell you the story, and I'll try I'll try to keep it short because I know we got a long list of stuff we guys wanted to talk about today. But, um, so there's this uh, there's this gaming event in Portland called PDX Land, and uh, if for those that aren't familiar with the Land Party, L A N stands for Local Area Network. Uh, PDX LAN is a is basically a, a three day event, sometimes longer. I think maybe four day. I don't know, but it's a it's a it's a long weekend where the, everybody gets together with their computers in a big hotel like ballroom conference room thing. Yep. And um and they all link their computers together to play video games against each other for like a big long. It's basically it's a computer nerd party all weekend long, right? Yep. So um, my co host at the time, this is back in. I want to say January of 2009. And uh, my co-host, one of my co-hosts was, was hanging out at PDX land. And we thought, well, what better place to start a gaming and geek culture podcast than at a place like PDX land. That's brilliant. We'll go, we'll go to PDX land. We'll hang out for a minute and then we'll go up to the hotel room and record the show. And so we get to the hotel room and we're all sitting around with the headphones and the, and we got this little, we had this little like, um, 
standalone Zoom microphone recorder that I was just going to set in the, in the middle of like a card table and we were all going to huddle around it, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't like all have campfire. independent ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Campfire <laughs> style, exactly. And so, uh, and so it's like, well, all right, wait a minute. I got I to gotta, I gotta take a dump. So I'm, I'm going to go take a dump. And then, uh, and then so then my, my, my other dude comes out of the bathroom. He's like, hey, uh, we need to call the front desk. Uh, and then uh and so we call the front desk to ask for a plunger plunger guy takes forever <laughs> they have right? a plunger guy apparently okay and well, the, the, like the maintenance guy or whatever yeah. like that brings the plunger up to the hotel room and the thing is while we're waiting for the maintenance guy to bring the plunger up to the hotel room um we're all sitting around like we we don't want to start recording because we're waiting for the guy to show up right so we're waiting we're waiting 45 minutes an hour later the chair breaks in the room, the one like the one decent office chair in the room just like flat out breaks, and so we call back down to the to the front desk. Uh, at this point, I don't know what this poor girl behind the front desk is thinking that's going on up here, uh, but I, I'm sure she didn't sign on for this. Um, so, because we're we're literally breaking furniture and trashing toilets, and we haven't even pressed record yet, uh, and so uh, so the so finally. As as we get off the phone with girl, she didn't even have a chance to call the maintenance guy because he was on his way up to our room with the plunger. So, like, literally two minutes after we get off the phone with her, we hear this knock on the door, and we're like, "Wow, that was that was quick!" And he he rolls up because we had forgot about the toilet by that point. <laughs> and so he rolls he rolls in the door, and I kid you not, the first thing out of his mouth is, "Where's the code two? <laughs> and, and so we're all getting a laugh out of that while we point him to the bathroom, right? And which is a little bit of a weird question anyway, because these hotel rooms only have one bathroom. They're not, like it's a normal ass <laughs> hotel room. Where's the code not... too? Where the fuck do you think? Yeah, <laughs> uh, in, in the bed. We'll be over here. Yeah. <laughs> he really missed. Um, <laughs> so so the guy plunges out the toilet. And we explain the chair to him. Right? He's like, "Cool, no problem. Uh, I'm gonna go get the. I'm gonna take the chair. I'm gonna get it fixed. I'll be back in ten minutes." An hour and a half later, <laughs> dude finally rolls up with the chair. And at that point, my my dude who was, like, actually attending the PDX LAN event was like, fuck this. Fuck all you. I'm going back to the party. This is bullshit. <laughs> so I pack up all the gear. I pack up my other co-host. We jump back in the car. We call another friend of ours. Go back to my dude's apartment, uh, the one that broke the toilet. We go back to his apartment. And then uh, with our other friend and the three of us huddled around the microphone at his apartment. And then uh, I, I, I kid you not, I have told that story on stage. Uh, I have told that story on multiple podcasts. Uh, and, and I probably will be telling that story for a long, long time to come. Because uh, that, my friend, was the first episode of any podcast I ever recorded ever. And... Uh, it's it's about how the next ten years of podcasting went. <laughs> I got a little better at it, but I've got I got more stories. Well, at least like you it. got that shit out of the way, so to speak. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm literally, saying. literally, yeah. And now we all know what code two means. <laughs> oh, the more you know. So podcasting, huh? <laughs> it's a glamorous life for those that choose it. <laughs> <laughs> A little behind the scenes. (laughs) 
one hell of a green room party. Yeah. <laughs> Don't nobody want to be in that green room? No. Nope. It wasn't Not after our code two. It wasn't green by the time he was done with it. I'm, just, I'm putting that out there. Call nine one one. Oh man, that's fantastic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like go through my memory banks of any stories that were possibly similar to that when we were first doing our pod, the first podcast, uh, two thumbs up yours, but it kind of all came, like I came up short. I can't really find, figure out any of them. There's just little speckles of stuff yeah. here and there. Yeah. And I don't know that any of it was ever on air. It was always the stuff either. It was always after, right before, in between, or after. Yeah, I mean, except for the mouse traps. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> stuff like that. And, you know. and the and the the pickled quail eggs yeah mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah because that happened yes that was gross and then just the regular pickled egg no it was the can it was canned quail eggs weren't it Wasn't yeah canned, it? yeah, yeah. Canned quail yeah eggs. and then we did the pickled egg and yeah, they're like super walls at the apartment and that was terrible because that's when i went that's, and threw up in the bushes yeah. no you threw up in the toilet didn't or you no i threw up in the bushes didn't you pe- and you passed out in the toilet no that was popeye's incident was that what that was that was a popeye's incident, okay yeah, yeah. So we, <laughs> our podcast, we've always drank, but you don't say way, way back when we used to drink, drink. Yeah. We've actually like settled down a little bit. We've held back somewhat. Um, we've, t- we've tamed ourselves. And tamed ourselves. so we had somebody did somebody, Kaya picked us up Popeye's, right? Yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he picked us up Popeye's and so we finished the podcast. I'm like sitting there just like ate some fucking Popeye's and, then I was like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom, and I peed, and then I was just like, this floor looks really, really, really <laughs> cool. I'm, like, sweating. So I, in his apartment, I just go and fucking laid down and on the floor of the bathroom and passed out and was just like, all right. Like, hey, hey, buddy, you, you good in there? It's like, Yeah. Can I get some more Popeyes? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, after 45 minutes of laying next to the toilet, I finally got up and I was just like, yeah, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm being brutally honest, Popeyes usually has me laying next to the toilet too. So that's, you, you know, know, as of late. Yep. Yeah. I, <clears throat> we're not getting younger, are we? I no, no. <laughs> the the mochos takes us toll this time. I haven't, yeah. I haven't eaten at Popeyes in so long, and that's because every time I do, I hate myself the next day. <laughs> hate <laughs> myself. His stomach's fine. It's just the guilt. <laughs> oh, yes. I, really? Yeah, it is. Oh, I Popeyes. Can, I can really? vouch for that. Popeyes yeah, up much here better. sucks compared to, like, what you get down south. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, for like the longest time, I mean, like you couldn't get like McDonald's, uh, spicy chicken sandwich. You couldn't get it up here. Huh. Keeping all the goodies in Texas. Hmm. Well, you know, I don't care. Regardless of the fact, it's a lot better than that bullshit church's chicken that was in Vancouver for a whole of two years. Hey, listen, church's chicken was pretty good until it got new management. I'm not going to say what what about the management that sucked all i'm gonna say is that they had no business in the fried chicken business <laughs> let's 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 get real honest byron did did the manager look like me is that what happened no not at all okay not at all <laughs> they they look like the person that you talk to when you have a technical issue with sprint <laughs> 
I'm really happy we're not we're not going over any, any uh, racial epithets right now currently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I I'm cool with making fun of white people because I am one. After that. <laughs> so I think I'll just leave this one alone. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> oh man! Don't, don't push your buttons. <laughs> so you know, speaking of you know, dying by food and other stuff. This is really, really bad that I said that like yeah. that. But uh, you know, rest in peace, Sean Connery and um, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this morning, what are, what are we like? somebody listening to this is just going to be like, dude, you are a dick for saying, for bringing that in the way you did <laughs> on the Lord's day. <laughs> like you're sitting there talking about taking shits and dying in the bathroom. And now you're bringing up the death of Sean Connery and Alex Trebek. Well, uh, okay, somewhere up there, Sean Connery is saying about how he gave it to Alex Trebek's mom. Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, is that... <laughs> seriously though laughing aside yeah rest in peace well not for nothing uh you know if i was going to go out uh you know peacefully i would be happy to die in the bahamas like mr connery did because i mean why not you gotta pick your places you pick a good place yeah where yeah. sun it's warm there it's pretty yeah, you could do you could do a lot worse. Not that sure. he would remember any of it, but uh, which that sounds really bad. I feel really, I really feel bad saying that since he passed away with from dementia. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel very bad about saying that. I, I am like, so sorry, mom. I am so sorry. I I'm sorry you have to listen to this. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, uh, we're, fi- we're, we're we're 15 minutes in any regrets yet switch <laughs> <laughs> we're 19 minutes in on the dot okay um yeah yeah so that's that's rough in in a week this this happened within a week uh two weeks yeah. two weeks two weeks yeah, like we, okay. we're, two we were weeks. we were off last week yeah, uh we because you decided to get the sniffles yeah yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm now rash-free, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm sniffle-free. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> In all seriousness, I would love to see SNL bring back Daryl Hammond. And, oh, please. And uh, oh, will. will Ferrell, yeah. just for like a little tribute. Like, just oh. revisit that sketch. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring in Norm MacDonald to do Burt Reynolds again. Yes. Yeah, that'd, that'd be amazing. Turd Ferguson? Amazing. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> That's not my name. No. No. I'll take I'll take the rapist for 200. That's therapist. I just realized all three are dead. Yeah. 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 SNL tribute. Yep. Big time. We we'll go ahead and send that to him. Just clip that and put it on their tag SNL on Twitter or something. I'm, I'm sure they have far better paid people already on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in the interesting thing um, about Sean Connery passing was a lot of people talked about how he hated only being recognized as being James Bond throughout his entire career, yeah. which he's done a lot. You know, he's had a lot of roles, but that was a one that he like, he was like, I, I mean, I understand like everyone recognizes me as 007 James Bond, but everyone, but he's like, that's not me though. That's not just me. I've well, cause grown like, past that. I mean, there's, there's that, you know, his last few movie controversy thing. You, you remember that one? Mm-mm. So <clears throat> do, do you know this? Mm-mm. So he was actually offered the role of, of uh, Gandalf. 
Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So he was offered the role of Gandalf and he was like unfamiliar with the source. He, he was like, I don't get this hobbits and wizards <laughs> or not wizards. Uh, yeah. Hobbits and, and uh, orcs and stuff. And, uh, and uh, like he, he didn't understand the concept of it. And then, so it went off to Ian McKellen and he, yeah. and he saw how, how great that was. And he's like, oh, I turned this down. Well, I'm going to take the next thing that comes at me. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. And that, well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I mean, yeah. listen, it, it, was, it wasn't a great movie, but it was, it was fun. It just, and, and we've it talked about that before. It was yeah. entertaining. Yeah. It doesn't say it, it's a great movie. It flopped. It was, it, it, but it was fun as, you know, being younger. Cause what, what that came up, that came out what back in 2003, four. Yeah. As, like yeah. Early two so, thousands, yeah, and so that flopped, and he's like, "Why did I take this?" And and he's like, "I'm done." So yeah, because he retired. What he he officially retired, I think, in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Because it must have been shortly after that, yeah, the league. But yeah, because they wanted they were, they wanted to do a follow up to that, and he was like, "I'm not." Yeah, doing it. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably like my favorite movie, Sean Connery, would be uh, It'll be The Rock for me. The Rock for you? Yeah, I was yeah. about to say The Rock. I love uh, that. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I mean, for me, it was Untouchables. Act of lunacy. When, when he was in The Untouchables, I really okay enjoyed I, that role. I'll give was, you that. What was the one where he played a? Just saw a clip of it today. Here he played a current lieutenant colonel, and he. Oh, the Presidio. Yeah, there we with go. Mark Harmon. Yeah. Wow, that came off right off the top of my head. Man, look at you. <laughs> yeah. So take, I took take, a week take, off, take, and you're just. And you're just. I feel so just, refreshed now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's been sitting on that for two weeks. Yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> waiting for that. Let's go. And then, oh, it's just off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're it's fucking like, lying. It's in your notes. <laughs> like, all right, Sean Connery died. Oh, no. uh, speaking of uh, people taking time off, Cyberpunk, yeah, they got just delayed. got pushed back again oh. for like the seventeenth thousandth time. It'll be done when it's done. Yeah, and uh, you know what? And and, and a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people are bitching about it, and I don't have an issue with it. And I have an issue with people bitching. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, it's the same way. So if so, cyberpunk has been pushed, it's been pushed back, you know, like with all the pushbacks, it's been pushed back almost, uh, what, two years now, a year and a half. I'd say about closer to roughly. a year and a half. Please. <laughs> Listen, I don't give a shit what cyber, what they want to do with cyberpunk. If they want to push it back, they want to make it better. Let them make it better. At least they're working on it. Talk to me when we have another Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> I'm not even playing. I was obsessed with Duke 3D. That's what got me into land parties in the 90s. I, mm-hmm. you know, in 1998 they announced that they were working on the sequel. In 1998, let me say that louder. 1998, they were working on the sequel for Duke Nukem 3D. Called Duke Nukem Forever. 12 years later, 2010, I'm at PAX in Seattle, and there's a booth for Duke Nukem Forever, this game that was bought and brought out of the longest development hell in video game history (laughs) by Gearbox Software. And yeah, 
It was fucking terrible. And yeah, it played like a 90s shooter 15 years later. But Hey, but Duke Nukem made it look good, yeah. especially if you looked in mirrors during the game. <laughs> but it taught me two things. One, uh, I will play anything where John St. John is the lead voice actor. And two, uh, after Duke Nukem Forever, like a two-year delay on a, on an epic game like Cyberpunk 2077 ain't shit. All these baby gamers need to shut the fuck up. Exactly. Because because they're they're so used to it, like games coming out like every other year. And they weren't born in 1998 yet. So <laughs> <laughs> they, do. they didn't have to deal yeah. with the the fucking like dial up and and all the yeah yeah their and patience you, wasn't tested like ours were. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I knew like. When they officially announced Cyberpunk, uh, it was supposed to come out like roughly around my birthday in September when they were like, oh, okay, we're doing it. And then all of a sudden it got pushed back to October and then November. And now they just pushed it back to like December, like 16th, I think. I mean, it somewhere around the there. same year. But know, yeah, like, we're pushing um, it to summer 2021. And, you know, and that was being pushed back from, like you know, March of 2020, like from the beginning. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't care. Bring me out. A game finished and polished, finished and polished. And th that's that's what I want. And it's like, you know, people are sitting there bitching about um, them pushing back uh, uh, the new Halo, Halo right, Infinite, Infinite. Yeah. as a, you know, because they're like, oh, well, it's going to be a launch game for the the, new, uh, yeah. the Series X. And also it looks like trash and they need to fix that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but and see there, everybody's like. Oh, well, Microsoft's fucking up because they're pushing it back. It was like, no, maybe it's because they realized that after Anthem, what? Uh, uh, listen, uh, hold on. Uh, no, stop. no, that I'm has not nothing stop. to do with Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has everything to do with the studio Activ that, that did. Uh, I think it was EA. 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 It was, it was EA and Bioware, EA. guys. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and Seven Day was yesterday. So we need to, like, if we're going to talk about Cyberpunk, we need to talk about it in Seven Day. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Mass Effect. Yeah. I, I mean, look, like, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. No, like, it's you fine. Finish that thought, but like, listen, uh, th there's another example, a perfect example of gamers need to shut the fuck up and let the professionals do what they know what they're doing because they know what they're doing, right? Like, 2077 got pushed back two whole years. Wow, they've been they've been talking about a a uh, re-release of the Mass Effect series since the last Mass Effect game, which was like six, seven years ago. And what, Mass, for, for Mass Effect Andromeda? And, and <laughs> no, terrible. So so yeah so we've been we've been waiting on this remaster that they just announced yesterday right so they finally announced it everybody's happy oh my god they re they actually announced it they're actually gonna do it no shit everybody on the inside has been telling you that shit for four or five years and now all of a sudden it's official and everybody's losing their mind my reaction was well yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't you know uh, duh. what the fuck rock have you been living under. We, we all have nothing better to do right now but sit at home and stare at the internet. Like, literally all of us. And when I say all of us, I mean literally the whole goddamn world is just sitting at home staring at the internet. And you're surprised that they announced a remaster for the Mass Effect trilogy? Right. Come on. And, you know, it, it, and you know bringing that up is like Mass Effect Andromeda, like, they even have, you know, acknowledged that that game was shit. No, it wasn't. I I will fight you. <laughs> I agree with I agree with Switch on that. Uh, I all right. Listen, I thank I, you. I 
like a lot of games I don't play all the way through. I didn't play all the way through with Andromeda, but but from what I did play, I enjoyed it quite a bit because there was there was so much content involved in that. It was like compared to the other games they had they released, this was a huge achievement. Like this is like yeah. a, and a huge undertaking as well. I mean, that, that it was also the worst Mass Effect game by sales. Ugh. But also, you have to look at what games also came out at the same time. Because I mean, sales are one thing, but looking at what other what other games were released at the same point, the same year as that game was. What I was, you didn't let me finish my thought <laughs> by sales and reviews. <laughs> like, and, and and you know, we've talked about how reviews can go one way or another. Uh, but. Wait, wait, wait. I G- mean, gamers are it- reactionary man children? What are you talking about? <laughs> what the hell you said? When, when you drop your game from fifty from sixty dollars to nineteen ninety nine within a month of the game releasing. Ooh. I mean that's not okay. Um so <laughs> EA He's gonna punch me before the show. <laughs> he's closer than he needs to be. <laughs> E- EA launched Andromeda before it was finished and then decided to take the tack that they were going to just, you know, fix it in post, basically. They were just going to fix it through yeah, updates, live updates, add DLC, sure. you know, they're, they're going to make us pay for the DLC, so we're paying for content that was locked on the disc, you know, that whole shit. And that's what pissed everybody off. It had nothing to do with the game itself. It got bad reviews because EA used it as a way to fuck over their audience because when EA buys a studio like BioWare, the first thing they do is they get their meat hooks in that studio and then they decide to do things the EA way, which means loot boxes, which means paid DLC that Mm. was locked on the disc. Pay to play. Which means, yeah, exactly. uh, And sometimes pay to win, which is even more (laughs) fucked up, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, but also EA. Mm. The, the the thing that you need to understand is like as a lifelong gamer, and when I say lifelong, I mean literally. My father opened a computer store in December of '84, the same year I was born. Okay, so I grew up in the computer industry. I grew up around video games. I was doing that shit before I was even in school. The thing about the video game industry that I know to be true above all else is that if if it says EA or Activision on the box. You're getting fucked one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just about to say, and I, I, I think, uh, I think, Adam, um, can you, can you, you might as well just go ahead and pull up the the B sauce right now because, I mean, since we're on it, I, I was looking for something, and this just brings up fucking because we're gonna have to shit on EA. We're, we're, that, that, that's. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Peter Moore. Peter Moore did some great things when he was at Microsoft, but that was because he was under the thumb of somebody at Microsoft that could rein in his, like, you know, business bro bullshit. But then once he went over to EA and they just gave him free reign of the place, all that business bro bullshit came out, and he was just another Bobby Kotick. Bobby Kotick, by the way, if you're not familiar, has is the longstanding GM of Activision, right? So Bobby Kotick, the single biggest piece of shit in the video game industry, and I will, fucking, I will defend that tooth and nail... Uh, is now is now getting a run for his money for the title of biggest piece of shit in the video game industry by Peter Moore, who used to do some cool-ass stuff at Microsoft, moved over to EA, and became a fucking massive dick. So I don't know what's going on. Like I, I, I think it's just because they're making so much money that no one can stop them. Uh, and, you know, because EA has all the, like, the NFL, t- like, the, the licensing for Madden and all that shit. So they can just rake in fistfuls of cash, and then no one can stop 
Peter Moore from being an asshole. So he just gets to be. You know, and 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 speaking on that, because you know, EA has done and you talked about it, like the pay pay to play, pay to win. You know, they did it with Battlefront. They put out a shit game. Yes, they did. And then they fixed it. Battlefront two is a good game now. But it wasn't yeah. when it started because when it started, it was basically here, if you spend all this money after you've already paid, you know, ninety nine dollars for the special version of the game. But if you give us a little bit more, then, you know, you'll be ahead of the game. Like, fuck you, first of all. And then, you know, you have the whole Anthem thing that came out, which that is that that that's getting developed right now, like Anthem 2.0. And Anthem 2.0 is actually looking to, you know, fix the issues that people wanted fixed uh, with the. Well, actual you, anthem. You game. know my bitch and complain about that game. Well, yeah, the fact that you bought it and could never play it. I couldn't play it for <laughs> let's say a month straight. I played it the first like when I first bought it. I was able to play it for a total of a uh, matter of hours, and the next day was like, oh hey, nope, nope. That was a <laughs> was it server problems or yes, yes, server problems, connection issues. Yeah. Like anthem, anthem was a fucking you. hot mess. Huh? Um, but that was just you out of the three that, of us. Uh, yeah, it was only just me. Uh, I mean, I had my share of issues with Anthem and the thing about it was it wasn't what they they said that we were going to get now Anthem 2.0 is setting up to be a game that the gamers actually wanted this this game is the one that people actually wanted to play and they're actually you know they're still staying very very active with being like, this is what's coming out. And they're pushing out like everything that they're announcing. They're like, here's the, here's the new javelins that we're working on. Here's the new systems that we wanted to implement. This is, this is the skill tree. They're actually putting in a skill tree now and, and, and doing all the stuff that they knew that they fucked up on, on Anthem. But EA does this. Let's talk about fucking Madden. Madden has been the same fucking game for the last 10 fucking years. And you want to know why? It's because they don't have, like, NFL game day anymore. They don't have competition. They don't, they don't have any incentive. They don't have any competition to push them to be better. And so that's why you get, you know, the last four years of buggy-ass fucking Maddens. But guess what? Everybody's still going to fucking buy it because there is no other fucking football game for right. them to buy. Yeah. And people are like when Madden when Madden 21 came out, people were actually boycotting it. Like there was a whole thing on Twitter about boycott Madden and there was just like and and people were like sitting there that was like, "Listen, you guys got to fucking do better because we want a better game and you guys just throwing in just like some random ass bullshit is not well, it's like it's not up upping the experience in the game it's like the you know the most recent nba 2k that was released how oh, it just got terrible reviews absolute terrible reviews because of their gameplay and 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 that's the thing about like but 2k has 2k has competition but it's with ea <laughs> and and ea's basketball game is subpar to 2k well, but also 2K has something that EA doesn't have, which is um, a budget that is conducive to them be, uh, being forced to perform. Word. When EA, when EA has all that Madden money laying around, they're, it's, they're not being forced to perform. They can just crank out another you know rubber stamp Madden game 
and they'll make more money for next year's rubber stamp Madden game. Yeah. And 2K isn't in that position. Yes, they have been doing well with the NBA 2K series uh, since uh, EA temporarily dropped the live. I don't even know if they're still doing NBA Live. Uh, no, they're still doing it. I mean, I mean, they they, they didn't the one year they they then, dropped it. They dropped it. I think it was like 2015, roughly. They didn't do a uh, NBA Live, and then they, I thought it was I thought it was like oh nine or twenty ten or something. No, they did it. They did it recently, like in the last like six years. I okay. think there there was one where they dropped a dropped a year, didn't come yeah. out with it. But see, that's smart on EA's part because they were just like. This, no. this game shit, but then no, they it, brought it back. But it wasn't, it wasn't smart. It was gross mismanagement, dude. That, well, I mean, not, also, like, okay, yeah, too. let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, yeah, I'll agree. I'll, I'll agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, no, it was, it was horribly mismanaged. That's yeah. why they didn't put it out. You know, it's like fuck you. Like, give me, give me back my NCAA football. But you know, there's a whole bigger issue there. So, anyways, EA, fuck you. Stop doing dumb shit. <laughs> And and give us the fucking games that we want to fucking play and stop just like sitting there going off your fucking name instead of, you know, going off what the people actually fucking want. I think it's time for a Blitz Revival. Who's with me? Oh, oh wow. Damn. <laughs> Who's with me? I, I Let's completely, go. I am completely with that. <laughs> well, if we're going to do Blitz, you might as well do uh, NBA Jam, too. I mean, yeah. fuck it. It's like, <laughs> give me back 2K football. Yeah, I remember playing that shit on the Dreamcast, man. Okay, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love that you brought up NBA Jam actually because uh, for the last ten years, well, this would have been my tenth year uh, if it weren't for COVID. Um, but for the last nine years in a row, I've been the DJ and MC for the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Okay, and uh, last year we actually had Tim Kitzrow, the voice of NBA Jam, as a guest. Really he nice. A, he had a booth. He was hanging out. He was doing panels. Like like, and dude was super. Super nice. Um, turns out, uh, unbeknownst to me, and I'm trying to find the damn thing, and I might have gotten ahead. Of, oh, no, here it is. So it turns out, unbeknownst to me, uh, my nephew actually um, went over to the guy's booth because I, I was talking about like how dope it was to be in a room with Tim Kitzrow and the, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy who did all the original art for Mortal Kombat. And... Uh, one of the lead like lead designers for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, like we're all in the same room, like with me and with like thousands of other like game nerds from Portland, right? Um, so my nephew goes over, talks to Tim Kitzrow for a minute. As we're shutting down on sun- on Sunday night, the last night of the expo, everything's shut down. The public has been ushered out, and the vendors are starting to break down their booths. Tim comes by with a um, he comes by with a uh, 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 like a, a suitcase that he's just dragging along behind him, right? And says, "Hey, uh, uh, somebody said somebody said I could stop by here and borrow your mic for a minute." Yes, of course you can borrow my <laughs> microphone. Uh, and then, sh- and then, sure enough, he. Uh, uh, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to pull this. Oh, here we go. So, sure enough, he says goodbye to everybody, and then he records this. Welcome to NBA Jam. Tonight's matchup, DJ Switch takes on the dance floor. DJ Switch, DJ short for Dunk Jockey. Boom shakalaka. And then... Hi everyone, Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam. 
Are you ready to drop the bass and spit some fire? With DJ Switch, you are. DJ short for Dunk Jockey. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> so was it before or after you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the pants shitting happened somewhere during. <laughs> Whoa, is that me? <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Just going off on that tangent. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Fucking phone making all kinds of noise. But but the but yeah. So Tim Kitzrow stopped by my booth, grabbed my microphone, and I just reached over and hit the record on uh, uh, Serato, which is a DJ program um, uh, that uh, you know I used to DJ with, and and it just like it just recorded like just straight off of my board into my computer. I took it home. I put it through a little bit of processing. I got a super clean recording with a couple of bumpers from the man himself, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna carry that shit to my grave. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of NBA Jam, I'm just gonna let you know that at Costco right now they have the original NBA Jam in like an arcade box arcade for like a hundred and hundred and like fifty bucks, uh, somewhere around there. Maybe hundred eighty. Is it? It might be yeah. four. No, man, I was when I was there. It was only like uh, you know what? No, it wasn't one hundred and fifty. It was like two hundred and probably yeah, like, like two hundred and thirty dollars. We'll Google you right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do that. Anyways, got yeah, a room got, there. We have a room full of fact checkers at Costco. <laughs> uh, I was just like I. I almost thought about you know getting the boy. Yeah, 49. one of those. Really. I got I got three ninety nine at Walmart. Yeah, and four ninety. Yeah, the one at Costco was like oh, Star Wars two thirty. Oh, that's mm. not even the right one. This is uh oh no, it is NBA Jam with stool. Yeah, with the stool. Maybe yeah, the, maybe, maybe it, it was without five. the stool, so it was only two thirty nine. With the stool, you got five hundred dollars. You got a price break. <laughs> you might be thinking of Space Invaders. That's one forty nine. Yeah, Space Invaders. Oh, they had that one too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Space the NBA is, Jam, yeah. I think, was like two two thirty something. Mm. And Anyways. you know, it's Costco. Maybe they maybe they got a price break or something that's not being advertised. But yeah, what? Mm. Work. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt there. The point is, uh, all us old head NBA Jam nerds can now own a tiny version of the arcade machine that we can fit in the corner of our house, and uh, our wives work. You know, only slightly pissed yeah. off. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> Don't piss off your wife, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm in the free and clear we, we, on that we one. We have enough trouble with that already. <laughs> here's, here's how I know I married the right woman. Because we bought a house this summer, and we moved into the new house. And uh, as we were moving into the new house, she says, you know what would be cool is if we put an arcade in, in the garage. She said that to me. Was she, was like, she, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you all the children. Make I sure, love you so much. I would definitely make sure that's in writing. Yeah, <laughs> I recorded it. Yeah. I'm not saying it. Um, In writing, stamped. But yeah, and speaking on NBA, uh, NBA Jam, the closest thing that I mean, they came out with an NBA Jam couple, I think, like a couple years ago, the On Fire edition for the week. Yeah, yeah. which it, and it was awesome. Like I yeah, mean, it was, and uh, I think they brought it out on Xbox also. Yeah, there was that, like a digital version that you get on 360. But right now, the closest thing you can find to it is is uh, NBA Underground. Mm, and if yeah. you haven't if you haven't played NBA Underground, pick it up. It's like super cheap. It's like I think they got NBA Underground and NBA Underground Two. Yeah. And NBA Underground Two, it's 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 fun, man, and it kind of gives you that 
that feeling of NBA it is NBA jam esque. Yeah, it's but it's also infuriating. It's street. Ball. <laughs> so like it's 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 set in like outside like 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 uh yeah uh you know like street uh, ball I mean yeah, street ball yeah, 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 like, yeah like public parks and mm-hmm. playground it's playground basketball is what it yeah. is yeah uh, but our NBA playgrounds what fuck NBA playgrounds yeah not NBA underground yeah that's the I was, one I was thinking yeah, the need one. for speed see I'm back at EA man <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I'm uh, back to EA didn't FIFA they tried doing a, a soccer game it was similar to that like, like uh, soccer streets something like that yeah, it was similar, similar yeah, to that yeah. yeah I think it was called what wasn't it called FIFA Street I think. I don't remember for sure. That that was a long. That was a, quite a bit. It was, yeah, well. Targeting that lucrative street soccer crowd. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Listen, listen, real talk. If they, the street. If they did a mobile version of like a street hockey game where you're bumming around on like rollerblades, yeah. car. Have, yeah, you have to move the goal if a car comes by. Like, I would be so into that, man. I'd pay five dollars for that. Yeah. Why the hell not? Five dollars. Yeah, yeah, sure. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> they need to bring back California games. Does anybody remember that from original Nintendo? It, see, I didn't own it on the on the original Nintendo. I owned it on the Amiga. Oh well, well fancy. <laughs> it was one of my one of my favorite games. And I got I got shit. Bring back Paperboy. I got real sick of that game. <laughs> Do they have that on the on the NES? On the it's on the Switch, yeah. Man, I could go grab. I could go grab the Switch and see if. Oh yeah, because you have the uh, you have the Nintendo. I have uh, too, but emulator. I've been, I've been doing nothing but Zelda on it. So I don't. I don't think. I think they might have Paperboy on there. I'm not. I started completely going, I, positive. Like I went through like the first two rows and I just stopped it at uh, Zelda and I was like, I'll play this for a bit. But I should have went through the entire thing. <laughs> hey, hey, Byron, you don't need to grab me. I'm right here, man. If you need something, just ask. Oh, my bad. Give me them goodies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, check, please. <laughs> so Adam, a couple uh, a couple shows back, you had brought up uh, Wayne on YouTube. What is YouTube Red? It, it is was, it YouTube Red? YouTube so TV? It was, what it's is YouTube it now? Premium. YouTube. <laughs> okay, it, they yeah. didn't change the name like four times, so I don't fucking know what it is. Anymore. Yeah, it's funny. Like when I go into my subscriptions, it's still called YouTube Red, but yeah, same thing. Um, so Wayne has been bought by Amazon. So now it's on Amazon Prime. Right now, you can stream the entire series. Oh shit! Yeah. Wait, you? Okay, I. You just said it's coming to Amazon. I didn't know that it is now on I, Amazon, which I'm today, excited about. Yeah, as of today, you could stream all the episodes. Um, that was one of the shows I saw on YouTube, but I was just like, I'm not going to pay. For, to well, yeah, because we because I think we put on the first episode because that one was free. Yeah, the one where he was like running around and like threw the rock through the fucking window. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That oh that was Wayne okay yeah yes. yeah that showed that showed like when I saw it I was just like I want to see this show but I'm like I already have though. way too many subscriptions yeah <laughs> I'm not doing it so just a brief synopsis uh, for those who are not familiar with Wayne it's um, a series that follows a couple of teenagers that are kind of going on a journey from Boston to Florida for a, a guy or a kid whose father died in his. Uh, 1979 Thunderbird was stolen by some dude, so he's going to reclaim it. So it's kind of focused around that. And uh, when it aired on uh, YouTube, it left it on a cliffhanger. I was like, okay, there's going to be a season two. And then they said, nope, we're not doing that. So, and this and this aired but, back. But Prime picked it up, and so now a season yeah. two is so coming I think, 
So kind of like Cobra Kai did with mm. Netflix. Yeah. So I think you, I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting that YouTube is selling off all their shows. Um, it's clear and sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they tried, they tried something. It, well, they did. They're like, yeah. fuck you, Quibi. But, you're making us. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's so much competition out there. And we spoke about this today because IMDb has, has, has a streaming service. Which, you know, Fandango Fandango has one as well. Well, and, and then you got Quibi, uh, which is, you know, one of the new new kids on the block. But I mean, Quibi's different, though, but it, but but it's free also. Well, oh. not anymore. No. Yeah, it's like for it. It's what is it? Four ninety nine? No, it's gone. What? Re- really? Quibi's is that why gone. I haven't seen any? See is that why I haven't seen any commercials for it? Because I really wanted to watch the uh, Kevin Hart one. Yeah. So on on my on my live show I do on Sunday nights on my Twitch. How do uh, I miss this? My show's called Artificial Intelligence. Jen says, and gentlemen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, so <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, so on my show, artificial intelligence on my on my on my Twitch channel, it, we um, actually discussed last week that Quibi was like shuttered. They're they're completely done streaming or producing any content. Uh, the uh, uh, I think is the CEO was a guy that uh, uh, came from another company that was like in that same space and thought he could try something new and different. And and I guess Quibi's just kind of done. They, they said, well, a lot of other companies in the similar space were able to thrive during the pandemic, and we were not. So, oh, I mean, we like, like I said, the competition is brutal. Yeah. Currently. Oh, it's, it's real bad. Yeah. I mean, um, if you try to be an up-and-comer, it's like, mm, no, it's yeah. goodbye. Yeah. But yeah. They, had a, they had a lot of shows that I was like, I want to watch that. Yeah, because they're, they're... But then I never did. Their thing was like, <laughs> all their stuff was under 10 minutes or whatever. I th- yeah, so Quibi Quibi is like a shorthand of quick bites or quick bits, mm-hmm. yeah. and the idea was that yeah, all their content was ten ish minutes, and, mm-hmm. and you know, easily consumable on a mobile device. Yeah, because their whole platform was completely mobile. If you weren't watching on your phone, you weren't watching Quibi. Okay, yeah. But now, I mean, with everything else, you can watch everything else on your phone as well. Like all of stri- a lot of those streaming services you use do on your phone anyway. So there's like, uh, what can we do to fight back with this? Well, I think I think what happened was that uh, we were all forced to stay home. And if I'm yeah. at home with my 58 inch Samsung, why the fuck am I watching <laughs> stuff on my phone? <laughs> Word, yeah, right. Timing, timing is everything. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and frankly, in order to sustain a model like that, you have to be able to create content. And when Hollywood shut down and then there was nobody creating anything because of COVID. Um, yeah. You I know, mean, it's, it's am a, I, am it's I the only one that's getting tired of the reunion YouTubes? Ugh. What? The what? The, oh, the, um, Hey, let's all get together and like read shit. No, I don't want the, the, the table, the table read. Yeah. Oh, the table <laughs> reads. Yeah. Cause we talked about that when, um, <laughs> What's his name? Did it, um, Andy Circus? Yeah. yeah, he did that. For, yeah, he yeah. read the the Hobbit. Was it the Hobbit? Yeah. Yes, he read okay. the Hobbit. Yeah, I was more talking about like the Golden Girls with. <laughs> All right. But there's only one what of the... them left alive. No, 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 no. It wasn't the Golden Girls. It oh. was the. It was uh, um, Diana Ross's daughter. What What the hell's her name? I can't even come up with it right now. Um, Tracy yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross and and a couple other black ladies, and they did like the black version of the Golden Girls. But I was just like, I don't want to watch that. 
The um, because didn't Jada Pinkett Smith and her and her daughter try to explain that too? Didn't no, they? they do red table talk. That's what that is. Okay, and that's that's like a thing. Just, yeah. Mm. Well, that got weird though. Yeah. That got real weird. Entanglements, yeah. man. Because <laughs> then Jada and Will were talking about like some of their like extramarital habits and stuff, and mm-hmm. it just got it. It took it, it went to a weird place. Yeah. Which um, it, yeah. Well, I mean, entanglement will do it to you. Or just this entire... Especially when everyone else knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> or just this time, people doing weird shit. Um, but there, there's actually, there's a series, Josh Gad has a series uh, that he's been doing on YouTube where he's been getting together, like, like whole cast reunions. Uh, I think he did, like, Saved by the Bell, he did Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. Uh, he's done a couple of others where he'll do Zoom interviews with, like, a whole cast of, like, a well-known property. Um, and, uh, it's actually a really interesting series. Like, like something like that, where it's not so much of a table read, right. Where they're like phoning that, it in over zoom, but that's like complete, an like actual that, interview yeah. thing where they can tell stories made like behind the scenes stories. The Ghostbusters one was especially amazing. Um, didn't he do one for the wonder years? I don't, I don't recall. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. it might not have been the wonder years. I, I had a lot more time. See, when I lost my job as a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Same boat. Uh, back in March. Uh, there was about a month and a half there where I had a lot of time to be watching shit like that. And then and then I managed to land myself like a, a like a, a real world, like work from home nine to five. Uh, so I've got a lot less time to be watching like reunion interviews and shit Word. now. But, but yeah, there was a stretch for about a month and a half where it's like. I literally had nothing to do, and man, it felt so weird to be home on a Friday night. Like it still feels weird to be home on a Friday night. Yeah, and not working, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the weirdest shit ever. I mean, it's it's a little better for me now because I just started a Friday night series where I'm playing through um, Earthbound. And so every Friday night on Twitch, I'm spending a couple hours playing Earthbound, and it feels a little bit like I'm back to DJing because I'm doing something on a Friday. But right, I, you know, I'm not. I'm I have no illusions. I'm still sitting in. Same office chair and the same four walls. And yeah, it's like, the same computer. <laughs> Friday nights, I could wake up at seven o'clock in the morning on a Friday, and come two o'clock in the morning, I'm wide awake, just like mm-hmm. still putting in that grind. Man. <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> I should be doing something right now. What? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, moving on. Um, and speaking of like funny stuff that like happened and new stuff that's happening, mm-hmm. so Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. played Poe in Star Wars. Yeah, the or he played Apocalypse in. Yeah, let you know. You know what? Don't bring don't bring that up. I'm just saying because he's been in <laughs> another franchise. Don't bring that up. Also, he's also in Dune. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, it's funny. So he that. he has been confirmed. To be Moon Knight, yes, for Disney Marvel Plus. Studios, um, and you know it, it was funny because they did an interview with him about uh, being Poe and how Disney Plus is like putting a lot of like Star Wars stuff out there, and they they asked him, they were like, "Hey, uh, are you interested in reprising your character as Poe?" And he just kind of sat there, and was like. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> what, what? And I just laughed. He's like, "The run for Poe is over." <laughs> but, Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> and he just kind of laughed yeah. about it. The cool thing about that series is that Jerry Slater, the guy that wrote, who developed uh, and wrote the Umbrella Academy series for Netflix, 
he's on board with this. Great series. Great series. So they have him. They haven't they haven't found a director yet, which uh, it's no surprise. But for yeah, yeah they for Moon Knight, for, right? Because it's slated to be a series, not a. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which it's gonna be awesome. Like, just, and it kind of goes with like Hellstrom. If they decide to like, because I really am looking forward to if they if they're doing Moon Knight, they do Hellstrom. I'm I'm looking for some sort of Midnight Suns thing going on. We, we still got to get through all like the the normal um, MCU stuff. Like, yeah, I mean uh, that's Hawkeye too. and whatever. Yeah. Winter Soldier and all that before they start <laughs> yeah. before they start bringing in new IPs. Whatever. Oh yeah, because they have they have She Hulk on deck as well. They got Moon Knight. Uh, hold on. Gonna break. Doot, doot, doot. Yep, break. Hey, are you tired of renting and looking to buy a new home or are looking to sell your home? Well, if you haven't heard, rates are at a historic low and housing affordability is up. There are programs to help first time buyers that may qualify for no money down, and Jordan and Alicia Howard can help you with that process. Please call or text Premier Property Group LLC at 360-597-5757. Or you can find their email at idealhomesnorthwest.com. Well, now that now that Disney owns the X-Men property because they bought Fox, right? Like I can't imagine a scenario in which they're going to be able to bring in like Moon Knight and some of those characters before having a plan for the X-Men. Because you don't you don't move forward with that shit without like bringing X Men into the fold. Well, Supposedly. I I think they have a plan for X Men coming. Yeah. I think with um, the Wandavision and uh, uh, Doctor Strange two, they're gonna they're they're gonna start integrating. Okay. My biggest question. Mutant. mutant. I was my, my biggest question slash concern is that you have who's you Wolverine. Have, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Good, Henry Cavill. I, I was <laughs> no, no, no. I was. Um, I'm. I'm more concerned about because you have you have you have different properties of Marvel, like Moon Knight, which is a a pretty dark series, right? And I can't wait for so, it, man. But, but you know, what I mean, so you have these properties that are a little bit uh, a darker content and you have disney plus which is more of like hi everybody we're gonna watch you know we're gonna watch moon night tonight hey you know so you, you wonder how it's gonna affect the content how dark can they go because you have hellstrom on marvel which was which are on a sorry on hulu which is a pretty dark series can they get away with doing that on disney plus can they they'll just they, put yeah. the, the, the they'll just put the disclaimer on there no they won't <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe. Um, so I mean, Sony still owns their Spider-Man rights, and they, they're like now that now that the MCU is what it is, like Sony will never give that shit up, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) but but um, you know, I even Mando, like Mando, I wouldn't I wouldn't classify Mando as like super dark. But I think it's dark enough to be able to do a lot of what they might need to do with some of the darker Marvel properties and still be able to, like, qualify it as Disney Plus content. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I, agree. I, I, agree. I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. And, and, and see, I don't think that... And plus, you know, the Simpsons I, on there. They, <laughs> yeah. They, they do. I was, I was about to say, is like, they have some stuff on there that you're just like... Mm-hmm. 
they 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 can do other stuff. Yeah. I mean, Iron Man dies, man, in, yeah. in Avengers, yeah. and and wait, spoilers. It, it, yeah. Oh, if, you know what? If it, at this point, if it's a spoiler for somebody, they're stupid. <laughs> but I, I, I think they can. I, I think they can do it. Mm. I think that Hellstrom was already slated to be on Hulu, and but again, it was it. It's the first Marvel TV property that's come out since the re uh, reorganizing. Yeah, because that was the first series I got put on Hulu after. Um, <laughs> What's that? The the last series I put on Hulu was uh, one about the kids, um, the Runaways. The Runaways. Thank you very much. Which yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that show. That was and such a good show. Yeah. And you, you know, know it, have you watched Hellstrom yet? I haven't. Okay. Hellstrom, I haven't seen yet. I did, but I, I just actually, it's funny you bring up Runaways because literally like three weeks ago, I ran through the whole three seasons of Runaways, and mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. And and you know, it's like I I was. I was so pissed off at like the end of the Runaways when they brought in Cloak and Dagger because I thought Cloak and Dagger, even though it was on Freeform, it just started to hit its stride. And right as it hit its stride, then the restructuring happened, and then you know Cloak and Dagger show up in in Marvel Runaways, and I was just like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome!" Hell yeah, crossover. Let's go. And 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 it was awesome. And then for a second, and then and then and then it was over, and I was just like, "This is this is the part of Cloak and Dagger that we've been waiting for since you know season one, where the, now they're on the road and they're going to different cities and 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 doing their Cloak and Dagger thing like they did in the comics. Well, now we don't get that, mm-hmm. and and they just kind of pull the rug from beneath their feet a little bit. Yeah, and and I'm. I've talked about it. I've talked about it in, uh, in a couple other episodes. I was like, I'm really interested in seeing what's going to happen, especially now that Hellstrom has come out and, you know, Moon Knight has been, um, announced and, and, and just seeing what, what happens. Like is the ghost ghost writer, the Robbie, the Robbie Reyes ghost writer. Yeah. Are they going to bring that back? Are they finally going to be in talks of to bring it back? Are they not? Adam Sheik said no. no. I mean, they're, they're saying no, but they're... I'm, I'm saying no because that was supposed to be jo- uh, Joseph Loeb's... That was Joseph Loeb, Loeb's plan was to create uh, a series centered around him. But then he got fired and his, la- his last show, Hellstrom, was was the only thing that was left. Oh. Wait a second. I answer that well, question for the time being. So, I mean, if they do, I think they'll, they, they might save it for a film, not a series. And it, All I know is whatever they do, they have to do something to continue on Hellstrom because what the fuck at the end? I know. Not, we're not going to talk about we're not, it. We're not, not going ruin to. It for no, 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 we're not going to. But you, that, so you understand now what I was talking about before. Exactly what I was talking about uh, the previous episode or episode before that where they did that to me and I was so upset. So me and Katie were watching it and she, I watched the last episode by myself because we, we, we watched up to the last episode and then she's like, I'm going to bed. And I just looked at her and I was just like, you're stupid. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I was like, I'm watching the last episode. She's like, okay, I'll watch it in the morning and then we can talk about it. So I was just like, I watched it and then she comes up to me and she's like, so did you watch that? Did you really watch the episode last night? And I was like, uh, I looked at you with a straight face and said, I'm watching this fucking episode. And I waited till you went downstairs to press unpause. And so she watches it and she's like, oh yeah, well this happened, this happened. And I was just like, 
what about the other part? And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I didn't see that. I was like, stop. Did you just stop it when it went black? And she was like, yeah, get your fucking ass downstairs and go watch the last five minutes of the show. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, I'm just going to stand here on the patio and I'm just going to wait for you. And so she turns around immediately and she walks downstairs and I just stood at the door, like stood on the patio like this for five minutes as she walked back out and she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so in saying that, no spoilers about it. What did you think about that? That first scene of episode six, Leviathan. So you, you know, what I was talking about then how, like how intense that was this like, holy shit. Like, like what the fuck was that that? whole show the whole show was crazy and 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 yes okay yeah all right cool it it was (laughs) we can leave it at that then it was crazy i apologize for not watching the entire series ahead of time but this is stellar podcast content fellas just absolutely stellar (laughs) yeah talking talking about a show without talking about a show yeah it's the best it's the only way we can do it (laughs) it's happened so many times because each of us like I don't for except for me like we had all started talking about Raised by Wolves, and I haven't seen it. Okay, I haven't either. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> I haven't either. I, mean, I haven't, but I'm, I don't I, care. I, I mean, I, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I watched the first episode here because it's like so we're disconnected because we have different streaming services, and I don't have a, a we, HBO. We have all the streaming services. You guys do. You I don't. don't. So I miss out on certain things. You chose so. to be a sucker and get it on. <laughs> Hulu, Hulu, and yeah. Hulu doesn't put out all the HBO Max content. Exactly, so it's difficult for me. So it's like, but we do it in a way so we can talk about, it, but not like be like, oh, hey, by the way, this blah, 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 this happened here, and like you know, without no spoilers. So yeah, I mean, we definitely give spoilers sometimes. Yeah, I miss pirating stuff. <laughs> Bring back Pirate Bay. No, all right, hang on. Well, hold up, hold up. First of all, Pirate Bay never went anywhere. Second of all, um. What it is, what it is, is I'm just bear like, share. I'm busy. That's that's the difference. Pirating stuff takes effort and it takes time, especially to do it right. Like now you have to have a lot of free time on your hands to pirate stuff properly. And so it's actually more worth my time now as an adult to just pay the damn services. Yeah, yeah, and buy them. And not, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying people should or shouldn't go one way or another. I'm not telling people what to do. All I'm saying is for me. For my time and what my time's worth, it is actually cheaper to just pay the damn $10 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, I still haven't got on board with CBS Access. I've seen a couple of the Star yeah, Trek series, nope. but I am dying, dying to see uh, Below Decks. <laughs> yep. The, the animated series. I hear it's just amazing, and I, and I really yeah. want to get my hands on it. What I'm, is I'm, it? Uh, Below Decks. It's a it's a Star Wars animated series. It's on Star- CBS. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, Star Trek. My bonus. Star Trek animated series on I will, uh, CBS. I will, I will throw my fat ass over this table. <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke. Please forgive me. I misspoke about that. Uh, yeah, it's an animated Star Trek series. Uh, How dare you? I know, right? Yeah, shame, <laughs> shame. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Just step it down a little bit. I know. Step it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so I, I think it's, I think it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's worth it for me now. I can't, I can't say it was always the case, but it, it, you know, now as like an adult that's married and I have a house and I have a job and like, I, I don't, I don't have time to be messing with too much piracy stuff. I, you know, 
It's kind of it's kind of like as you mature, you get older. It's like you know, I can. Well, you do. Yeah. yeah. So, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Um. What are you doing? Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. It's like I don't know. Is that I it? I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, man. Yeah. Like you said, we're all getting older and. Things just kind of like float in and out of our brains sometimes. Yep. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Distraction. Um, what's, next, you, what's next on the list? You were talking about people under the stairs, Adam. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's where we were going, but we uh, went, back, went back to Moon Knight. Um, Speaking of segues. Yeah. <laughs> that's our favorite word. That's your favorite it word. Is, yeah. <laughs> so we all know about the Candyman remake. Yeah, right. And Jordan Peele uh, being behind Jordan Peele, mm. yeah. He's also getting behind uh, a remake for um, The People Under the Stairs. That is yes. fucking fantastic. He's he's set to be a producer. He hasn't yet signed up to be a director yet, but if he does, it'll be his... Uh, I loved The People Under the Stairs when I was a kid. Oh, and yeah. when Roach popped up from under that damn stair and like grabbed mm-hmm. the girl's leg, like... Possibly one of the scariest things, like for me when I was a kid, I was just like, "What the fuck?" I love that movie, and I watched it so many times, and I jumped every single damn time. I knew it was coming. I love that movie, and if Jordan Peele is behind it, I love the way he does his movies. I, pff, I'll be the first one to sit there and watch it as long as it's not in theaters. Well, uh, I if I'm, not, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I saw something. I read an article about that today. Was saying that uh, before Wes passed away he actually was on board with starting a series of, about people on the stairs and they're not sure if if George if Jordan's gonna take that mantle on or he's gonna go his own route with no it. no it's definitely uh, it's definitely going towards the route of being a, a full feature mm-hmm. film not a series because the the scream is or scream series is what um was done instead mm-hmm. instead of the people under the stairs yeah I'm with it yeah completely down i'm out <laughs> i can't i can't do the horror stuff man you like you guys lost me oh man i i, I never could man i could never get into it like i i like i if you i won't say i like horror movies not, but like i do occasionally like to watch just some like bullshit <laughs> i mean well, if, you, if you haven't seen zombie beavers yeah but like uh, <laughs> if, if you like to just watch bullshit that's what anime's for <laughs> well, it's um. <laughs> I just broke him. I broke yeah, him. I can Look see at that. that. <laughs> Dude, he's he's speechless. Yeah, his, his face hit, just blew. Someone hit the restart series. <laughs> <laughs> restart button. Boo, new, new, How do you not have the Windows power down? I, I gotta get that. He's looking for it now. <laughs> there we, there we go. That's a, fuck. Are you back yet? I lo- yeah, I'm. I'm uh, Refresh, refresh. Um, yeah, so you're you're running on uh, on uh, <laughs> Jesus. you're running on up uh, non uh, outdated software. It sounds like you're not running me either. Yeah, software either. Yeah. <laughs> well, while you both are rebooting, God. Um, do you really consider the people under the stairs a horror movie? I mean, can, it's, considering it's all, more all of the, a thriller. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it's a, th- a thriller, but um, you recall the movie Don't Breathe? Yes. yes. With Stephen Lang and yep. uh, the other people, where like, <laughs> they, they went into the house with the blind, the blind dude. dude. Yeah, Wait, that movie was fucked up. That was. <laughs> Have you seen it? 
No. Oh, okay. Oh, that movie was so it it, it was it, it's a thriller movie. Okay. Uh, but so I don't give a shit. No, no, no. I got it right here. I'm gonna play the trailer for him. What, do you, what were you gonna say? You, you weren't gonna give a shit. You were gonna put it up on here? No, I was just gonna talk about the fucking movie. Don't breathe. Yeah. Okay. So they basically were like, "Oh, this this blind dude has money in his house. Let's go. Hold let's let's go in there and and oh, here we go. Yeah. Creators of Evil Dead. The lips look sore. That's how you're making your cash out there. <laughs> what are you saying? Away from mom together. So, yeah. It's a promise. You're leaving? Yeah, as soon as I have the money. When are you coming back? That guy. Never. I can't think of his name, but yeah. Yeah, he was in Avatar. Is that uh Yo, I got our ticket no, out of here. from like 13 oh. Sky sitting on at least 300K. Boom! I recognize him. Guy. I can't remember what's wrong. We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. There, I think 13 Reasons is what he's most known for. So this is the whole movie is them breaking into this blind guy's house and trying not to make any Money's probably in there. No. That's the start of it. Who's there? Stay right there. How many of you are there? It's just me, man, all right? Just let me go, please. Okay, I swear to God. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> so this guy was straight up like murdering psychopath. Or trapped in here. There has to be a way out of here. Oh, they shot the shit in night vision. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. if Daredevil was a horror movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Obviously, you're not going to watch this movie. Nope. Okay, so, so basically, Sweet, what good happens? Time. Good time, man. What happens is that <laughs> these people they they go into his house, they 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 figure out you know like he, hey, he's got like a half or half million or whatever, yeah, or something like that. And so time. they're like, we're going to go get his money, and then you know they're fucking idiots, and then he's like, hey, I I like to murder people. I'm gonna shoot you because you're in my house. I well, remember that part from the trailer. Actually, yeah. he was like, he was like, I really like murdering people. You guys, it's like really fun for me. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it too. Yeah. You know, and so, but then you find out that there's more. There's more to the story. What it is is that there was a girl. He had a daughter. I saw the girl. Yeah, and the uh, there was a girl that ended up drunk driving and killed his daughter, and so he went and grabbed said girl 
and chained her up in his basement. That's not the end of it either. That's not the end of it. You got all that from the trailer. No, no, no. This is from me watching the movie. (laughs) Oh, okay. So he went and got the girl that killed his daughter and he sat there and he turkey basted her. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's pretty much it. He turkey basted her so that she would have another kid so that he could have his daughter back. No, so he could have a kid back. Well, so that he can have a kid back with, you know, his baby batter. Yeah. And then he'd let her go. And then, yeah, it, 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 it got, it got, it went real sideways. Oh yeah. Like when they found the fucking basement and you're just like, man, so what the fuck? So it's, and then you see him with the turkey baster and it was just like, <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's daredevil meets old boy. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Did you guys think you were fucking around with an amateur? <laughs> <laughs> Thought never crossed my mind. Yeah, so uh, that movie, yeah, it was it was something special. Speaking of... Especially, especially when he got turkey-basted. Byron, Byron, you're something special. Yeah, yeah well, you know, especially when she got turkey-basted. Uh, he got turkey-basted. Or did you forget about that? What? Oh, no, I did not. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, right in the face. Right in the mouth. <laughs> nice. Um, so it's it's so, it's Daredevil meets Old Boy meets Night Nurses 17. Meets Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Betty Crocker. <laughs> awesome. Betty awesome. Cocker. <laughs> Bet he did Cocker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So... Borat. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Speaking, speaking of ridiculous shit. So that's coming to Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, speaking of ridiculous shit. your kids. Uh, they came out with the Borat sequential whatever the fuck they decided to Borat call it. Borat 2. Yeah, Borat 2. Borat 2. Good. So, you Switch, you've seen, you've seen the I new did. Borat movie. Yeah, I saw okay. Borat 2. So... I know I said I wasn't into horror films, but I did watch Borat too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a freaking nightmare, man. <laughs> so you saw you saw the um, older black woman in the movie that was uh, the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so and she was really sweet. Like she was so nice. Yeah, she was. Now here's, here's the thing, Jan- Janice Jones. She at no point knew that she was shooting. A comedy movie. That's awesome. She thought the entire thing was real. Now here's what here's what happened. The producers and for for the new Borat movie went to a pastor at an Her Oklahoma church. City church, and they said we need a black grandma type person for this role in this documentary that we're shooting. Yeah, and so she got the part. She thought the entire thing was real right and that's why you got such a sincere authentic authentic performance from her because they never what they told her is that they were shooting a documentary and it was only going to be airing in europe (laughs) yeah because like she didn't know that, that it was a comedy movie so she's suing? No, like, no, no, she's not. I've, I've got the follow up to this. Word. So she's not. She's not suing. 
she was just disappointed that she was like misled misled that they, you know, told her a different thing. And she was just like, this isn't the kind of movie I would watch. Da, 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 da. I wasn't told about it. And then they, you know, they paid her like $3,500. And then like the church, (laughs) the church has now started a, uh, go fund me to give her, you know, to, Give her money for, you know, making a, obviously, you know, a movie. (laughs) They like handed her $3,500 was like, here, thanks. And then she found out that it was actually a comedy movie because it came out on Amazon Prime and was like, what shit? (laughs) I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of taking a litigious approach to situations like this, but I think this is one of those few times where it's actually warranted. Like, well, get a lawyer, get in a room with some suits and tell them flat out. Like you're going to, you're going to pay me what I'm owed for this fucking movie. Uh, or we're, or, or we're going to go tell it to a judge. So, if I'm not mistaken, didn't the or did I believe Borat himself, uh, Bo- Sasha, Marigold, Sasha Bort, he yeah. actually paid the church like a hundred thousand, something like that. Uh, yeah, he, he donated a hundred thousand yeah. to the church. But that's, I understand though; it's like she thought it was like that's a, great for she, the church. She thought it was real. <laughs> she thought it was a, a real. She thought it was real. She, she didn't thought, even know like the girl that she was working with was an well, actress. Let, yeah. let me rephrase that. He donated it to the community fund, so pro- probably the Go uh, GoFundMe. That was set up, so it, it's probably going to right. Mm. I think I remember from the first one, um, like the college students or whatever, like they had uh, some different stuff, like not knowing that they were jackass movies. So, like, if you're not familiar with, like, say, all the jackass movies or the Borat movies, if they're going into, say, like, in Jackass, when they, um, I'm thinking of, what was it, 3D, when. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Johnny Knoxville dressed up as uh, Grandpa Earl. Yeah, Dirty yeah. Grandpa. No, no, no. no. But, uh, his na- like he has a name. Yeah, the, char- the sure. character's name. Yeah, his name? He goes Grandpa into- Johnny. No, it's, it's Grandpa it's, Johnny Knoxville. It's Grandpa Earl. Grandpa <laughs> Earl. Anyways, he goes into like the, the the bike shop or whatever and rams through the window. The owners of the shop know about that. They right. So producers, like behind the scenes, they'll go and talk to the owners of a building to make sure. They it's can okay do their do dumb that. shit. But everyone else, you know, like the employees or the customers or whoever else is witness to the whole thing, they're unaware of the right. antics. So. Yeah. And, and so the thing about it is they told they told the pastor of the church and yeah. the lady the same story. So she thought it was completely real, didn't know that it was a mockumentary, no idea until it yeah, came out on Amazon Prime. Con- she was generally concerned about that woman's, that young girl's yeah, well, she, well-being. Yeah. I will say this, and I, you know, um, it doesn't excuse the fact that she was misled. It doesn't excuse the fact that, you know, if she's going to be working in Hollywood, she needs to be paid Hollywood wages, which is not no sad 3500 bucks. Um, <laughs> right. But, I, think, I think that was the kicker. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, hundred K is better. Um, but I think the big takeaway for me, I remember watching it and thinking to myself, like either this woman is in on the joke or she's not. And she comes off looking really, really well. I remember specifically having that thought about that babysitter character 
because uh, I remember like just watching the interactions, watching her tell the daughter like you need to stand up for yourself and you need to you know have, have you know have confidence in yourself and and know that you're beautiful the way you are and you don't need all that stuff mm-hmm. you know because she, she was um, spoilers she's <laughs> talking the kid out of getting plastic surgery at fifteen right, yeah. right? Uh, and the conversation goes the way you would imagine a conversation like that with a responsible adult would go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like it, she's like, you don't need all that stuff. You are beautiful the way you are. Like, you know, have yeah. confidence in yourself. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I hope you make the right decision. It was very well apparent that she was not in on what was going on. I, I mean, I mean, it, to it, me, it was, it could have, it, it was either been, that or she was a really good actor. Well, yeah, it Actress. could, it could have been, actor. it could have been either way, either way. but, but regardless of the fact, I remember thinking, I remember specifically thinking to myself, if she's not in on it, she looks really good here. Mm. Yeah. As opposed to, say, Rudy Giuliani, who does not look so good <laughs> oh, coming out God. on the other end of his scene. Yeah. Uh, which they said that so, was which they said it was totally rehearsed and it was rehearsed, as they say it was. Like they like he knew what was going on, which I don't think it was. Yeah, because you can't uh, No, no, but I also saw the part where he's like you know, adjusting his pants or his, mm-hmm. adjusting his shirt or whatever. I think that shot, that shit got blown out of proportion too. I think, I, I think in this case, and far be it for me to like defend Rudy Giuliani because fuck that guy, <laughs> but for so many reasons, um, long before his political career. But the thing with him is, uh, I think a lot of people blew that whole like hand down the pants thing out of proportion. I don't think he was like straight up trying to have sex. Like, like, yeah, he hit her up for a phone number or whatever. Like, that was weird. But I don't think he was trying to hit it right there in the in the hotel room when uh, when Borat comes storming in and whatever the hell he was wearing. Like, was, was he like in his underwear at that point or some kind of a weird like? Like, I, I, I can't like I don't even remember like what he was wearing. I just. This, remember the awkwardness of the, the entire scene. The entire thing was a super freaking awkward, man. Whatever he was wearing by the end of that felt very Dr. Frankenfurter. Like, it was very... <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly not intended for, you know, having a meeting with one of the the, the lawyers of the President of the United States. But mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was, that was pretty fucking hilarious. Hilarious and messed up all at the same time. Right. Um, that's Borat. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Borat to a T. <laughs> oh, uh, hold on. Gonna break. Doot, doot, doot. Yep, break. <laughs>